December 19th. And now, as we turn our attention to the reading of the New Testament, our narrative today will come from the book of Revelation, chapter 10, verses 1 through 11, where we will read about the voice of the thunders. We do not know what the angel shouted or what the seven thunders uttered. God has given sufficient truth in His Word for salvation and godly living. So we must not crave to know the hidden things. The purpose of Scripture is to save sinners and sanctify character, not satisfy curiosity. We'll read about the voice of the angels. The angel said, There will be delay no longer. What joy the statement will bring to the martyrs and others who ask how long. God has His times and will accomplish His purposes on schedule. Our responsibility is to be faithful and not inquisitive. We'll read about the voice of the apostle. God still needed John to declare his message to the people. No angel could take his place. But to share God's message, we must take the word, receive it inwardly like food, and let it become part of us. The word is sweet when you read it, but bitter when it goes deeper and you digest it. And now, let's begin our reading today in the New Testament. December 19th, Revelation chapter 10, verses 1 through 11. Then I, John, saw another mighty angel coming down from heaven, surrounded by a cloud with a rainbow over his head. His face shone like the sun, and his feet were like pillars of fire and in his hand was a small scroll, which he had unrolled. He stood with his right foot on the sea, and his left foot on the land. And he gave a great shout, like the roar of a lion. And when he shouted, the seven thunders answered. When the seven thunders spoke, I was about to write. But a voice from heaven called to me, Keep secret what the seven thunders said. Do not write it down. Then the mighty angel standing on the sea and on the land lifted his right hand to heaven, and he swore an oath in the name of the one who lives forever and ever, who created heaven and everything in it, the earth and everything in it, and the sea and everything in it. He said, God will wait no longer. But when the seventh angel blows his trumpet, God's mysterious plan will be fulfilled. It will happen just as He announced it to His servants the prophets. Then the voice from heaven called to me again, Go and take the unrolled scroll from the angel who is standing on the sea and on the land. So I approached him and asked him to give me the little scroll. Yes, take it and eat it, he said. At first it will taste like honey. But when you swallow it, it will make your stomach sour. So I took the little scroll from the hands of the angel, and I ate it. It was sweet in my mouth, but it made my stomach sour. Then he said to me, You must prophesy again about many peoples, nations, languages, and kings. Good morning, brothers. This is Bob Heine, phasing up from phase one to phase two. Just wanted to give a shout-out down to the farm. Everyone's still there. Keep strong. Stay together. And keep loving each other. Daryl, you got to take charge. Get them straight. Uh, I just want to say that getting in here, 
it's a tough thing to face, but once you face it and you realize God can take you anywhere, you'll be to a place where you find true happiness and joy. So keep pushing forward towards God and he'll show you the path. Love you, brothers. Psalm 138, verses 1 through 8. Walking in the midst of trouble did not hinder the psalmist's worship. If anything, it helped him to pray and to praise the Lord even more. David could not go to the temple, so he worshipped toward the temple, and God helped him. His troubles did not hinder his witness. David may have been among the Gentiles when he wrote this psalm but he was careful to share the word and instruct them on singing God's praises. Trouble can be God's way to open doors for you to share the gospel. His troubles did not hinder his walk. God revived David and enabled him to defeat his foes. Best of all, God perfected his plan for David and made him a better man. You may think that your troubles give you an excuse to stop living for the Lord, or even an excuse to sin. This psalm says that just the opposite is true. Psalm 138, verses 1 through 8, a psalm of David. I give you thanks, O Lord, with all my heart. I will sing your praises before the gods. I bow before your holy temple as I worship. I will give thanks to your name, for your unfailing love and faithfulness because your promises are backed by all the honor of your name. When I pray, you answer me. You encourage me by giving me the strength I need. Every king in all the earth will give you thanks, O Lord, for all of them will hear your words. Yes, they will sing about the Lord's ways, for the glory of the Lord is very great. Though the Lord is great, He cares for the humble but he keeps his distance from the proud. Though I am surrounded by troubles, you will preserve me against the anger of my enemies. You will clench your fist against my angry enemies. Your power will save me. The Lord will work out his plans for my life, for your faithful love, O Lord, endures forever. Don't abandon me, for you made me. Proverbs chapter 30, verses 11 through 14. Some people curse their father and do not thank their mother. They feel pure, but they are filthy and unwashed. They are proud beyond description and disdainful. They devour the poor with teeth as sharp as swords or knives. They destroy the needy from the face of the earth. 